This is Kanzen Shu, the podcast, episode 405 for the week of June 5th, 2016. What's up? Welcome to Kanzen Shu. I should say, welcome back to Kanzen Shu. The podcast, hey. Uh, hey, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Kanzenshu! Thank you. Take a second there. <laughs> I was like, is it Dai or Kanzentai? How in many while. years? Yeah. Dai Zentai. Dai Zentai. That was the oh, man. fusion. April 1st, 2017. Yo, <laughs> oh, it's happening. Man. That would have been brilliant. Uh, we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. We are less than one week out from Trunks, so of course we have Hi! 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 Kind of in denial. Are you a little bit? Yeah, I mean... What step is that along the way? <laughs> I think that's roughly step number four. It's the four star four star um, denial step. Gotcha. What do we call that? Shujin denial? Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> There's a lot of things that have me in denial this week. You know, our nephew came into the world and seeing that little baby was like, is this real? I'm kind of feeling the same way about Trunks. Is it real? Really? You're putting those two uh, like, yes, things on the Yes, because Trunks is right. my baby. Fair enough. Hi, Mary. Hi. So we got Mary. We got Mike. Uh, we're back after a uh, somewhat long absence. One of those things where, man, schedules could not align and then work schedules got in the way and suddenly it's like three weeks later and, oh, we should probably try to get some kind of podcast out there. I was really going for that weekly schedule. It didn't work You were out. good for a little bit, right? It was good. You yeah. were. Like, how long did that sustain itself? I don't know. It's like two and three weeks at a time and then went off and... Yeah. Whatever, adulting. Yeah. Mary, we have an episode here. It's a podcast. It's all going to be stitched together in the end. And at some that's point- how this magic works, right? That's right, right. You were here for the intro of the episode, and then you will go away. You got Before this. we get to what you will be talking about, I'm co-opting what used to be your thing on the show. <gasps> you know, I only have so much, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and and take you, you take it away from me. <laughs> the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So does Vegeta Wex, bitch. Lord, you mean <laughs> Yes. I am taking your top five from the past, and <sighs> I am doing my top five covers of Romantico Agarillo. I'll give you a romance because I can probably do a top 10. You, know, we're scraping you told me you yes. could probably do a top 20. Probably could. They wouldn't all be good. That's the thing. That's why I hesitate calling it a top 20. It would just be 20. the 20. <laughs> the 20. In, <laughs> Get that early for the 20. Descending order of suckiness. Right. So that's going to be the topic for the week. Uh, if you were listening to this on YouTube, you're missing out because I can't include song samples over there. You should 100% be subscribing to the podcast and whatever program you use, you will get the uh i'm not gonna call them illegally placed because i'm declaring fair use it is criticism of an educational fashion by a white guy in america of japanese cover song and also to be a witness to this testimony yes you own every single one of these i sure do yeah so you paid your dues brother <laughs> i have more than paid because i see it look at this pile of cities i'm like really really this is what we collect and mike's like you yeah. don't have to see them i i, I can't not see them <laughs> They're there occupying my space. You said you wanted to keep this brief. And here I did. You go I know. Ranting I know. about my CD collection. I bring on the light banter. All right. Well, let's get into that banter. That's going to be the topic. I will get to that shortly. Mary, I have you here. We can't not have a little bit of one week out trunks hype 
for Dragon Ball Super. I am hype. You the Future hype. Trunks arc begins June 12th in Japan. Last episode of the show, we not only got a next episode preview, we actually got a stinger at the end of the previous episode. It was probably. a lot more than I could have even imagined. Yeah, yeah. Having that stinger was like, oh, they're doing it. Right. Well, I don't want to get into the very cliche hypothesis of the entire arc as a whole. Oh, because it's Broly, right? Yes, right. of course it is. Mary, I do want to get just a little bit because you are the most important fan on the planet. You know, I keep hearing this. this and you say that it's a lot of hyperbole to live up to. Like you are the... I say villain. it in jest because to me, you're just Mary. I know. Yeah. I concur. Anyway, so we got the stinger. We got the next episode preview. Dragon Ball Super has been something that you've the last arc you're like okay on and off yeah as it it winded down i was tuning in yeah 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 let's talk about the stinger real briefly we had this phrase has been tossed out there it's not original but we all collectively kind of thought and said the exact same thing the total shift when that stinger hit was immediate Mm -hmm. oh yeah it was is this (laughs) dragon ball on dramatic steroids yeah and I say, thank you. I'll take some more drugs, please. Are you ready for that? Do you think it's warranted? Do you think I it's love both comedic, wacky, slapsticky Dragon Ball. And I love, you love all dramatic, tear your heart out Dragon Ball. I mm-hmm. love both angles. I'm ready for everything. Yeah. I thought the juxtaposition there was perfect. I mean, it grabbed your attention. Oh, yeah. There's like, no way you cannot feel something from going from what you do with a pacifier to... Yeah. From what you saw in the stinger and then the next episode preview, does it seem like it's going to start promising? Yeah. I mean, I can't be filled with anything but hope. Ha 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 ha. No pun intended. Entirely intended. I think, you know what? It it could almost be a double edged sword because if it starts off on a super high note and very dramatic and very Mm -hmm. gut wrenching, and then the rest of it's just kind of like, Oh, then we just go through the motions. Yeah, Yeah. I don't get the sense that that's going to be the case. I mean, we've already done the tournament thing. We've already done the powering up thing. Yeah, I don't feel going through the motions coming on. Okay, at all. I feel like this has a real opportunity to be original. Yeah. Do you think that's possible, though? I mean, future trunks coming, needing help. We've kind of already been there, done that. So true. What do you think needs to be different about this? To make it stand on its own. Hmm. It's hard to say because even in the original, he came, he warned everyone. And then when he came back, the warning was completely different. And that was kind of like, oh, it's a twist. And the great thing about that was we know what the external forces at play were there. External forces or no. Either way, it was a cool plot twist. It sure was. Yeah. Oh, man. Toriyama's just awesome. And writing himself out of a corner like that. That's what I love about him for sure. And that's what concerns me a little bit from everything we know about the production problem Super has had and Toriyama coming in and him expressing that little bit of displeasure there. We've heard him say so many times lately how much more he wants to take control of the franchise. Do you think this is it? Is that... I don't know, because when we got the announcement of it, it seemed like he was presented with, this is where we would like to go. Could you help with this? Hmm. Either way, if it has his mark on it in any capacity, then I'm hopeful. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. But to answer your original question of what could they do differently with Trunks coming to the present to warn everybody, I I can't even answer that. If I I could answer that, I'd be writing cartoons and and swimming in my bags of Toriyama money. Right, that's why we're just on a podcast. Or just scrubs <laughs> speculating about it's an excellent question. I, I, how would you answer that? Hey, I'm gonna throw it back on you. I don't have to because I'm the host, I have to ask you. I know you're gonna answer. ask the number one Trunks fan, which right. incidentally 
is me living in this house right now. That's right. I am so easily amused when it comes to trunks, and I'm so old and cynical that I will take anything they throw really? at me. Because that sounds like it doesn't work with itself, that you're easily amused, but you're also cynical about stuff. So how do, I, how do you reconcile yeah. that? Yeah, isn't that true? <laughs> yeah, that is the irony. That is my relationship with this franchise. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you feel like I mean, an abuse fan a little bit. I'm so cynical about everything that if something is even moderately decent, I will be elated. Hmm. Okay. Not to say that things have been a shitstorm. I've actually been quite happy with everything since the movies. I mean, aside from like the random crappy animation day. Yeah. I think it's been a very fun ride. Okay. From here on out. And I'm not good. And again, this is going back to the old and jaded and cynical and ain't nobody got time for that. I just don't have the mental capacity to care or bitch and moan about the details about, oh, his hair color is different Mm -hmm. or Maya's there Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's just, I I will roll with the punches until the story is presented to us. For some of that stuff, I definitely point back to a discussion Heath and I had uh, a few months ago here on the show, and that was about the overblown criticism for the show, and is it warranted yet? For those kinds of details, I definitely feel like the arc has not even started yet. Let's give them a chance. Maybe some of that will be explained and maybe it won't. And maybe we'll come back and say, you know, you're right. None of this was ever explained. That was kind of dumb that it was never explained. But I feel like harping on those details before it's begun. It's just a means to an end so people can say, ha, told you so, told you so, told you so, I was first. Right, right. I don't have time for that. Hey, still my words, which I I, I in turn stole. Well, Mary, that's pretty much all I wanted to do right now. We're less than a week out. Oh, man, Um, you're making me so hyped for this now. I feel like I need to go back and watch. Oh, my God. I want to watch movie nine. You're saying last night you want to watch movie 13 again? I do. Oh, yeah. Movie 13 has such good animation. It was the second thing I saw in raw, not raw Japanese. It was subtitled. But first thing I ever saw of Dragon Ball Z, subtitled was a Trunks TV special. Second thing I saw in the same weekend was uh, movie 13. Yeah. So the fact that those were both tr- very Trunks-oriented, I think, explains why I am the way I am. But movie 13 was, like, just solid. I haven't watched it in years. Mm. Love to watch movie 13. Would love to watch movie 9 because I had some great choreography. All right. Well, we get a week to watch a couple of one-off things. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. Uh, we won't necessarily do a Trunks check-in every single week from here on out. No, that's what my Twitter account is for. I suppose so. But uh, as the weeks go on and as the arc moves along, we'll, of course, get the merry check-in. So thank you, ma'am. Wham bam. All right. Peace out. Since it's been so long since our last podcast episode, it doesn't actually make sense to do a news recap right now. Hopefully you're following along with the homepage there at consenshu.com. So what we're going to do right now is turn it over to our topic, the top five covers of I'll Give You Romance. Somehow, for some reason, this is the song that all the groups, all the bands, all the stars latch on to. Haven't done an actual comparison, but the number of covers of Chala Head Chala and Romantiku Ageru Yo, I'll Give You Romance, seem to be pretty much hand in hand in terms of uh, their numbers. There are so many out there, or there are so many terrible, absolutely terrible ones out there. There are enough, though, that I can create this top five of cover versions of the song that I genuinely enjoy. And uh, some of them have been surprises. Some of them I knew from the start were going to be spectacular. So I am happy to share with you here my top five cover versions of I'll Give You Romance, the closing theme to the original Dragon Ball TV series. Number five is one that uh, it's almost like an honorary number five because...
because uh, any any below this are ones that I don't really enjoy that much. And I don't dislike number five, but it kind of only barely just makes my top five. And that is the most recent cover of the song by Checo No Republic from their Forever Dreaming CD single. One of the two versions of their Forever Dreaming CD single, which you may know as the current, the fourth closing theme to the Dragon Ball Super TV series. They released two versions of this CD single. It put out a Checo version and then they put out a Dragon Ball Super version. And both of them have a different fourth track. The Dragon Ball Super version is the one that has their cover of I'll Give You Romance. I don't know what there is for me to say about this song other than it's kind of inoffensive and it's only what I expected. Um, I've seen a lot of people out there really dogging on Forever Dreaming and they didn't seem to enjoy Oh Yeah that much. That was their contribution as a closing theme to Dragon Ball Kai, the the boo arc there. I actually really enjoy Forever Dreaming. Uh, Checo's stuff has uh, hit a little bit of a, a good nerve with me. I've been enjoying their contributions to Dragon Ball. But their I'll Give You a Romance cover, I don't know, there's something about it and this is going to be the one I have the least to say and I, I guess that makes sense. It's uh, my number five here. It just doesn't do anything. It's their style, which I suppose is enough, but I was really hoping for more out of it. I was kind of excited when we first got those track listings that they were going to be doing it, but I also wasn't super excited because it was coming out so shortly after another cover of the song. Their version came out on May 18th, their CD single for Forever Dreaming. Uh, Kazuya Yoshi, who does the opening theme to Dragon Ball Super, chose that dynamic. He included a cover of I'll Give You Romance on his CD single for that song song uh, just in October of the previous year. So it had only been a few months since the last kind of like big name cover of the song. So I feel like that dampened it a little bit. It's definitely going to take a few more years for Checo's version to sink in with me a little more and see how I really feel about it. It's so new um, that I, I feel like I just don't have the experience with that version of the song. So that's really all I have to say about it is that it's kind of like my inoffensive number five. My number four cover of I'll Give You Romance comes from Animelody Night. This was an album released by Wild Strawberry in 2008. The vocals here actually come from uh, a name that might be familiar to some of you folks out there. And that's Kikuko Inoue, a rather high profile voice actress in Japan. Her most notable role is probably Belle Dandy from Ah oh My Goddess. Uh, played lots of other roles and other stuff, particularly in the 90s. I mean, you go down the list here. She's I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now. She was in everything. She was in Ranma. She was in Key the Metal Idol. She was in El Hazard. She was in Marmalade Boy. She was in Ray Earth. She was in Fake. <laughs> she was in Sailor Moon. Uh, what else do we have here? What other uh, big things? Vice Clues. Um, Handmade May. 
She was a uh, one-off in Inuyasha. I mean, she was kind of in everything in the 90s and even well into the aughts there. I mean, Kikuko Inoue is uh, a name that you were definitely familiar with if you were an anime fan in the 90s. And Anna Melody Night was a great laid-back collection of anime cover songs. And I'll Give You Romance was included there. So, so what I loved about it was that familiar voice that didn't have a Dragon Ball connection. I always love having those really huge names come in. In. Folks like Ayumi Hamasaki that came in, I mean, sure, it's for Dragon Ball Evolution, but uh, that was someone who didn't have anything to do with Dragon Ball, but she was just like the top of her game for that time and for that genre, but never did a Dragon Ball thing. So to have Hamasaki contribute the song and to have Inoue here do her cover of I'll Give You Romance, it's this laid back, jazzy, piano focused, loungy cover of the song. It's just really, really well produced. I love the harmonizing going on in the song, harmonizing with herself. And I love how she'll uh, kind of shorten the delivery kind of it feels a little more improvisational uh, as opposed to a proper studio recording even though it's exactly what it is but it's got like this improv jazz feeling to it uh, it's just a really really solid cover one that kind of came out of nowhere at the time I wasn't really expecting anything from it there have been so many cover songs for a while or a few years there after 2005-ish for the next five years or so kind of overwhelmed with cover versions back then it was such a an enthusiastic but kind of coy about how enthusiastic it was. So uh, that's my number four, the Animelody Night cover from Wild Strawberry, Kihuko Inoue. Number three, I really debated not including something like this on the list. You'll notice, uh, well, you haven't noticed yet, but you will notice and you'll know now. I didn't include Funimation's cover, uh, their English version that was used in their English dub of the show. That's probably like my number six-ish if we're going to include dubs of the song kind of like for a proper Dragon Ball production rather than someone else's cover for their own CD. Age of Wonder version from Songs of a High-Spirited Saga from the Philippines in 1996. This cover version is called A World Filled with Love. All of the Age of Wonder covers are simultaneously cheesy, but they're just so earnest that you can't help but fall in love with them um and so their cover of i'll give you romance here it does all the things that i like where it has a, a solid arrangement going on it's their own instrumentation it's not super expensive sounding it sounds just right it's got double tracked vocals it's got harmonized vocals so it's like hitting everything that i love about song arrangements where it's cheesy but it's so happy and so true and so genuine and sounds just right that you listen to this, you cannot help but fall in love 
with what they've produced here. And I think for a long time, this was something that fans of my generation, we pointed to and said, look, you know, there's an English version of this song, of so many other songs. I mean, I love their cover of You're the Hero, Kimikai Hero from Movie 6. Won't you please help? I mean, it's, again, it's so cheesy. But this is the stuff we pointed to. We're like, look, someone did it. And it sounds right. It sounds like Dragon Ball. It sounds like it truly belongs. And um, it, it just took so long for Funimation to come around to that. And to see them finally do it was really vindicating. See, look, like you could have done this all along, just like this other group did and it would have been okay and it would have been accepted um so i feel like a world filled with love kind of represented that honesty that optimism of the time am i really overselling i feel like i'm super overselling this version of the song which is just some cheap version from the philippines not to downplay it like that you can hear the the excitement in my voice over this version of the song and that's why it's my number three cover of i'll give you romance My number two cover of I'll Give You Romance, I had no expectations, just like I was talking a little bit ago with The Wild Strawberry. After about 2005, we were inundated with cover songs. This came out in 2007 from uh, a little personality known as Shokotan. I didn't know a whole lot about her at the time. Uh, I think this was at the height of her cat no, because Twitter wasn't even around, but she was still well known for her cat photos and being an otaku celebrity. Um, but when she released her Shokotan cover, Falling in Love with Anime Songs, in May 2007, the lead single off this EP was her cover of I'll Give You Romance. And it wasn't just that it was a single, she did a music video for it as well. And the entire music video was a point-for-point point homage to the original ending animation from the Dragon Ball TV series. And despite having a somewhat negative, more like more like ambivalent feeling towards Shoko Nakagawa here, she totally won me over. Nakagawa has this way of, especially in the beginning of the song, she's got this really cute, expected, idly kind of delivery, real short on the syllables. But as she gets going in the song, it's, it's almost like as the song keeps going, she gets more confident with her delivery of the song. And she really gets into belting the choruses there. And I feel like that's how she really won me over with this song. Uh, I wasn't expecting how authentic it was going to sound and feel. And the music video just kind of threw it over the top. And sure, that's marketing at play there. But um, as we would later see with her involvement in Battle of Gods, and I, I always think back to that clip where she's with Nozawa and she just kind of like breaks down almost in tears at meeting her and being there and being a part of it. It's like some of that you can't really fake. And her authenticity started here in her cover of I'll Give You Romance, and it carried forward into, yeah, it's just the Oracle Fish. It's not really that exciting. But uh, with everything that she's done over the years, there's that Dragon Ball connection through and through. And I believe it. I really do believe it with all the crap that Shoko Tan has produced over the years. And I say crap like I'm not really 
kind of consuming it other than her anime cover songs. But I really do believe her. And this version of the song really left a mark on me. Uh, and that's my number two cover of I'll Give You Romance. So what is Vegito EX's number one cover of I'll Give You Romance? Well, I'll give you a hint. I've actually already mentioned it once in the lead up to number one here. But first, can I give you a couple dishonorable mentions? Crap that I have purchased over the years. Sherry and Hitomi Kitamura. These two covers of the songs are quite possibly the worst covers. And I've heard some crap out there. There's just like anime dance speed random collection of songs even those are better than these two covers look them up we've covered them over the years oh my god they're terrible my number one cover it's really good though had no expectations for it kazuya yoshi yes the singer of chozetsu dynamic which i only like i don't love i don't super love as an opening theme to dragon ball super he included a cover of i'll give you romance as i mentioned on his cd single for chozetsu dynamic and oh my god this is the dragon ball song he was meant to perform not a new song a totally original arrangement of i'll give you romance so one of my criticisms and i know a lot of other people feel the same way uh, his performance in chozetsu dynamic it's almost like he doesn't care if he sings the song and he translates that into his cover of I'll Give You Romance, but it fits so well over here. Uh, I used that word coy earlier. That's how he delivers this entire song. Uh, it's also, like I just mentioned, a totally original arrangement of the song. It's more rock focused, so you've got that guitar driving the entire arrangement here and with the drums as well and in male vocals something uh, all the other covers we have here they're either instrumentals or female led vocals so having some male vocals here was totally different from anything we've ever had for i'll give you romance and it was just those zero expectations were blown away so much more than my zero expectations for any of the other cover songs, I really think he nailed what uh, what is this song and that it's it's happy, it's confidence, it's real, it's it's just having fun. And you can feel the fun that he's having in this song as opposed to Chozetsu Dynamic, which has always just felt a little too phoned in for me. So it's not just that it's a different style of vocals, a different style of arrangement. It's got this like rockabilly vibe to it a little bit in there as well. I could dance, I don't know. 
No, it just came out of nowhere and somehow solidified it as my number one cover of I'll Give You Romance, despite there being so many other great covers. I mean, I've mentioned five here, my top five. There are some others that I enjoy. I gave that shout out to Funimation's version. There's another version that came out in 2010 from Clementine um, that I sort of kind of like that might be like a, a number seven or number eight, something like that. I definitely have to give credit to Ushio Hashimoto herself, the original performer of the song. Not just for the original version of the song, but in 2008, uh, Ushio Hashimoto and Hiroki Takahashi, the original performer of Mystical Adventure, they put out their own CD called Inazuma Challenger, and they did what they called 21st century versions of a bunch of their Dragon Ball songs, including I'll Give You Romance. And, I mean, she picked up right where she left off. It's like she would, she had always been there still performing the song it sounded perfect and so that was another one where i debated well like it's a self cover can i include it and i was breaking all my own rules anyway so that's probably like a number six ish there as well so if i was gonna go down the list we'd have hashimoto we'd have the funimation version of the song there we might get clementine on the list um i kind of like the haruko momui version from her famison 8-bit it's a chiptune version of the song that might be like a number 10 down there there's easily another 10 covers of the song so i could again do a top 20 they wouldn't all be top though so those are my top five versions of i'll give you romance i feel like i oversold the age of wonder one a little much you know depending on when you hit me at what time of day that might actually be my number one four of these are readily available the age of wonder one not so much but you are on the internet and as you internet citizen are want to do you can find things that are on the internet so with that that was just a fun little episode to try and get us back into the groove of producing a podcast because i know we've got the trunks arc starting next week we have so much stuff we still need to do still want to do it really feels like it's going to be overwhelming while we're trying to do other things. I'm still trying to schedule some time that Heath and Julian and I can talk about the Soshuhen, the digest edition version of the manga that's been coming out. Uh, number four is next on the docket here. We have a lot of stuff we want to talk about with those and there's so many other topics and there's another massive initiative that I've been in the pre-production planning stages of and oh my god it's going to be overwhelming but it's also going to contribute to the podcast in a meaningful way so I'm excited about that um so i'm just gonna leave it there i have been mike vegito ex this was episode 405 of our podcast www.kanzenshu.com that is kanzenshu.com we have a julian we have a jake we have a heath and i am mike we are the four folks that comprise kanzenshu we come in your ears every time that we possibly can which isn't necessarily every week but we do everything we can to try and make it into your ears every week so i'm just gonna leave it there it's been a pleasure we will see you next time for 406 and by then our lord and savior future trunks will have returned talk to you then bye <laughs> <laughs>